How can we tell our friends about Jesus in a post-COVID world? G'day, I'm Sam Chan. I'm a public speaker with City Bible Forum. Before COVID, I had over 10,000 hours of experience in preaching, teaching, and evangelism. But post-COVID, just like you, I've had to pivot and start all over again. And so in this series of videos, I'm going to share what's been working for me, and I hope they also work for you. And so if you're in any form of Christian ministry, or you just love telling your friends about Jesus, this series of videos is for you. In our last few videos, we looked at how we can talk about Jesus to a screen. In this video, I want to look at how we can do online church so that it's evangelistic. And here I've got five things to share. The first thing is this. Our implied audience has changed. We're no longer speaking to just the people who used to come to our church. I've noticed this. Ever since we moved our church services to be online, we're getting way more clicks than we expected. Normally only 200 people come to our church, but now we're getting over 1,000 people watching our services. That means our friends are inviting their non-believing friends to watch our church services. So our implied audience could be a majority. It could be 90% of the people watching are non-believers. And our implied audience is no longer just the people in our city. It's no longer people just in Sydney watching our services. It could, could be people in Shanghai, San Francisco, or Santiago. Our implied audience is way bigger than we think it is. The second thing is this. Our timeline has changed. Our services, now that they're online, keep on speaking forever. Just like when Paul wrote his letter to the Corinthians 2,000 years ago, we're still reading them now. Just like how when Luther wrote his sermons to his friends in Germany 500 years ago, we're still reading them now, our online services will keep on speaking 20, 50, 100 years from now. The third thing to think about is this. Now that we have so many people from all over the world a majority of maybe non-believers watching our services, we might have to front load our services. Because typically we still do church the way we always used to do it. Do it. It's like a 60-minute service. We just have some stuff at the start, stuff at the start, and suddenly, bang, here's the money bit, the sermon, and it goes for 30 minutes. Well, the non-believer, when they click in, they're expecting stuff here. So we might have to give them stuff like a story, a testimony, an interview. And if we think our sermon will really speak to the non-believer, we're going to have to shift it earlier into the service. The fourth thing is this. Our sermons might have to become a lot shorter. And I know this is a sacred cow, but you and I can listen to a 30 or 40 minute sermon because we're used to a monologue from our preacher, our pastor, because we know our pastor. They love us, we love them. We will sit through 60 minutes if they want us to. But the non-believer watching doesn't know our pastor. There's no prior relational history and they're not used to sitting through a 30, 40 minute monologue online. So we might have to make our sermons a lot shorter. And the fifth thing is this, the whole of our online church service is now evangelistic. The way we worship, the way we pray, the way we sing, even the way we do announcements. They will see and hear the gospel behind all that we do. 
we really will be like Paul and Silas singing in prison. They will see us singing and worshipping and they too will see that we have a way of life that works and they, want, they will want the shalom and the peace that we enjoy. They say that humans have three essential needs. We all need community. We all need purpose, a direction, a hope. And we all need transcendence. And when they see us worshipping online, they'll see that we have a community. They'll see that we have a purpose, a direction, a hope. And they'll see that we have transcendence. And just like the jailer said to Paul and Silas, they too will ask, what do I have to do to be saved? In our next video, we'll look at how we can talk about Jesus as a group. You've been listening to the Eternity Podcast Network. EternityPodcasts.com.au